You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And as always, we're pleased to have our Monday morning show safe for senior citizens. Safe Senior Citizen Hour is the exact name, but... uh, yeah, we sort of like to expand on it and push it and shove it. And, uh, you know, I was uh, talking to some folks at church yesterday, as a matter of fact, about the show and the fact that uh, seniors, this it's become an epidemic. And we're glad to have our host, former federal agent, Mr. Joseph Cavallis, on as host. And, uh, Joe, you've got one heck of a show lined up for us today. Yeah, we do. Uh, Thank you, David. And um, I uh, I think we all will be enlightened. We're uh, having today uh, a a great guest, Steve Baker, who is uh, does the um, the Baker uh, fraud report. Um, And it we look at it in the industry of fighting uh, elder abuse. as one of the great resources that we use, and uh, and we'll be hearing from him in uh, in the next segment, and uh, we're looking forward to it. A, uh, uh, he has an interesting background, but what he's doing now is just a, a wonderful service for the uh, for the fight against elder abuse. Um, we just got to go over a few uh, items as we always do. That um, remember, abuse does not report itself. So if you are aware of anyone or a relative, a friend that, that has uh, um, any type of abuse issues, and again, we talk about abuse as being physical, financial, and institutional, and remember that the biggest amount of abuse against the seniors is financial abuse, and there are professionals out there preying on the seniors but also, you know, you must be aware that the, the majority of fraud against the seniors financially are either relatives, loved ones, or somebody they trust. Uh, so uh, just keep that in mind. But the, 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 uh, the seniors are being targeted now as we talk every, every uh, show um, because um, the generation is that we're very trusting people. And not only are we trusting people, we're, uh, we've been able to save a little bit of money. And, you know, the bad guys know that. And more importantly, that uh, uh, we, we, we basically love our families, but love our kids, but really love our grandkids or nieces and nephews, what, however we, we're, we're close to them. And, and this is what the professionals prey on as, as they go through trying to... Um, con us or take us by fraud, take our, our our savings, our money. And they prey on that. And they also prey on some people who are very lonely. I think David talked about last time. They're just uh, loneliness. People love to talk. And if that's what it takes, they're willing to talk to people. And that's... I know. It's sort of like the, the elderly are sort of like a very wet towel. And uh, the crook starts talking to them and wringing information out of them and wringing more information, then they start wringing money out of them. And the ways that Joe and, and his guests have described some of the things, uh, uh, Billy Sullivan, who is the director of insurance fraud for uh, 
the insurance commissioner it was just uh, very informative and by the way I want to uh, bring up a couple of things right quick Joe uh, one is if if the audience out there knows of anyone that is involved or an elder that uh, is being abused or being taken advantage of give us a call we'll point you in the right direction whatever that direction might be we will point you in it to uh, go after them and uh, Joe has the contacts and knows where to call so feel free to uh, drop us an email at safe at americaswebradio.com again that's safe at americaswebradio.com and we'll be happy to uh, pass the information on to the right people or we'll email you back with the people to contact and uh, we want to put these crooks out of business whether they're local or national and like joe has pointed out many many times they can even be international and you can't even tell that they're calling from god knows where but they will abuse the seniors and we're here to stop them right and i think one of the abuses that we talk about that that uh, it, it probably don't talk enough about it is is this uh, fraud that's being perpetrated on the seniors by um, these tech company uh, these phony tech scams not tech companies but the support fraud we've had many people especially as we go out and talk to seniors and you might have had an experience that all of a sudden the uh, your screen goes black and this message comes up and says you're you're about to uh, be uh, hit by a virus or or your computer has been uh, uh, attacked improperly by some outside entity. Well, the uh, the U.S. Department of Justice just took on the um, uh, this issue and, and they just recently announced that there were over 260 uh, defendants in their effort to uh, to charge people with improper activity uh, involving these uh, these uh, tech support frauds, and what shocked me was there were over two million victims, um, and that is a lot of victims. And so you know when we're speaking to you all, and you just heard what David said, and and what you're going to hear what our guest says, if you suspect something or if somebody is is uh, being um, uh, of being taken or has paid a lot of money for something or tells you I've got to send money I've got to send cash I've got to go buy uh, these uh, debit cards like iTunes cards or these other cards that should be red flags and you should try to encourage them to go to their professionals in their you know the, their local police or sheriff their state um, law enforcement agencies, the federal agencies. We'll hear from our guests. There are many areas to look at. Um, Steve is very involved with the uh, Better Business Bureau. Check with them. They're out trying to help prevent some of these frauds from happening. Uh, But get it to a professional, Adult Protective Services, uh, whatever name it goes by in your state, your area, or your country. The government usually has somebody there to help you. Once the professionals get involved, let them do their job. It's it's uh, kind of frustrating. So I think it'll be a um, uh, it'll be very enlightening when we when our guest comes on. But 
But here's an example of an entity that we talk about or we haven't addressed very much is these tech support frauds. And uh, um, <laughs> it looks like that, uh, that apparently there was over $55 million in losses from these tech support frauds. So um, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's an issue on any of these frauds that we're going to talk about um, that uh, when there's money lost, hopefully people will, will report it and, and get to the right people. Remember, abuse doesn't report itself, whether it's abuse, you know, physical, financial, or institutional. The, uh, um, we talked about uh, some of these, these cases ar around, uh, around the world and, and uh, that affect uh, the, our, the seniors. And uh, just a few, uh, few I'm just going to update you on a few of them. And a lot of this information comes from Steve's reports where he points us to articles that we should look at here. Um, um, they just, uh, just looking here, a woman in Tampa, Florida, pleads guilty to working with an India-based IRS impersonation fraud. Twelve people uh, charged in those cases. Um, three people from India and their call center in India indicted in Georgia over IRS impersonation uh, calls. Um, one defendant was arrested in Canada. So when we talk about, you know, uh, crimes, a lot of these frauds are perpetrated by people who don't live in, in, in certainly in, in, in the United States, but they not necessarily in North America. This is worldwide and affects people worldwide. Um, it, is a, it is a major, major issue, and, um, uh, and hopefully we'll hear that, that some of these other frauds deal with um, uh, the Jamaica and lottery frauds. It looks like Jamaica is, is, is getting to be the... Uh, the real key, or it has been for a while, but it continues to be on these uh, Jamaica uh, lottery frauds, and 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 that has taken a lot more people than we ever thought of. I, I've talked to some victims, and it's like they honestly believe that that uh, are made to believe by the callers that they have won something, and that the big pile of money and the big pile of funds is just around the corner. And all they have to do is pay service charges or pay taxes on it. Um, we have a, a situation here in North Georgia. We talked about it. A woman, thank God, she has significant amount of money, but you know, I, 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 I she was taken for over two hundred thousand dollars on this scam, um, on, on a lottery scam or a sweepstakes scam. Um, actually, in that case, it was the publisher's clearinghouse. She was waiting for her Mercedes and the people with the balloons and the big check to come to her door because she's paid all these service fees and, and other uh, uh, upfront taxes that are allegedly required to be given. So, you know, it's it, if you hear of somebody who is out there, and a lot of people brag, I just won this. I just won the Irish sweepstakes. Or I just won the Jamaican lottery. Boy, you know, I hope you really did. But remember, the big question to ask him is, 
When did you play it? Did you play the Irish sweepstakes? Did you play the Jamaican lottery? If you didn't play them, you can't win them. And, and that's the truth out there. And that's the problem. A lot of people don't, don't understand that, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it's probably not true. And, and that's, that's the way life is. And remember, you know, we're used to paying bills by check or sending it uh, 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 by, by, legitimate, by one of our credit cards. So when people ask for payment in things like iTunes cards, uh, these debit cards, where you're going to give them a number off the back of it, it should be a red flag. And if you hear any of your friends are telling you about that or ask you to go down to the stores, to go to a supermarket, to go to a drugstore, to go out and buy iTunes cards because ask them, what what are you buying? Especially when you get in the amounts of thousands of dollars. Uh, people just don't do that. So with that, we're going to take our first break and uh, from our, our segment, and uh, we'll move in the other one. And, and when we come back, uh, Steve Baker will hopefully will be with us. You know, Joe, I want to uh, talk about one of my favorite subjects now, since I got mine installed, is the Tornado Body warm- Dryer. Um, it, I had it put in my shower. That's where they go. They go right in your shower. And uh, I turn mine on, oh, probably two or three minutes before I'm ready to get out of the shower, and it starts warming up good. And then by the time I'm ready to get out of the shower, it's blowing good warm air and uh, interestingly enough you can see the uh, water droplets coming off your off my glass doors coming off the the tile walls and uh, this not only dries me but it dries the shower and if your shower is dry then you're not going to have the mildew and and mold that uh, you normally do and it comes from the wall staying wet and and the glass doors you don't have to uh i do squeegee them off just to help it along a little bit but what else have i got to do while i'm standing there drying off so <laughs> why not anyway uh go to uh, com. take a look at it it is uh somebody laughed the other day when i said it's the greatest thing since indoor plumbing and uh I don't know that it's the greatest thing since then. I can imagine some cold trips to the outhouse, which I unfortunately never had to do. But, um, you know, that that would be a chilling experience, I'm sure. But this is not a chilling experience. It's just a very good experience. The Tornado Body Dryer. Go there, check them out, and um, tell them if you decide to buy one, tell them David sent you. We'll be back right after this. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key. 
and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Happy Oregon homeownership is the result of a good working relationship between the home buyer and their realtor. Make buying your Oregon home a fun and rewarding experience. Get our free guide to Happy Oregon homeownership. Act now. Limited availability. Free at realoregonhomes.com. That's realoregonhomes.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome back to America's Web Radio and the Safe Senior Hour with Joe Gavales. And Joe, you have a very special guest on yeah, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to you and to your guest. Well, I appreciate it and we are honored today and, and uh, to have Steve Baker who uh, does the uh, uh, Baker Fraud Report that we talked about. He's the editor of it, but uh, Steve, welcome. Good to be with you. Good, and I think you're up in uh, what? Somewhere in the Midwest, Illinois, or somewhere. And, yep, just uh, outside St. Louis. Well, that's great. That's great. Uh, let me just let everybody know. Steve um, used to be, and uh, I'll let him go more in his background. But he was the director of the Midwest region for the Federal Trade Commission, and for our our uh, listeners outside the United States, that's a federal or. Uh, uh, government organization does great work uh, addressing uh, obviously trade and, uh, and consumer issues and now I think you say you're on the not you say you are on the uh, board of directors of the uh, council of the better business bureaus is that right yes that's exactly right I sure am so your your years like mine you spent many years in the federal government as I did just uh, if you could go over uh, with the folks of some of the uh, cases that like the Federal Trade Commission did while you were there in terms of, you know, the areas of, of uh, responsibility? Sure. The Federal Trade Commission is the main national consumer protection agency. It's uh, been around for about 100 years. It's a bargain, if you ask me, for anything the federal government does. And um, does consumer protection and antitrust. We're talking about consumer protection here, too. Mm-hmm. One of the things we set up while I was at the FTC was a consumer sentinel database. So uh, we took all the consumer complaints that come into the FTC. Um, we also get downloads from all the better business bureaus in the country, the Postal Inspection Service, Western Union, MoneyGram, Publishers Clearinghouse, a lot of other agencies, about half the state attorney generals, and they go into one database that then it's accessible to law enforcement around the country to do searches, and it's pretty easy to search. And so, of course, in looking at that data over the years, which I tried to do to figure out what ought to be priorities, a lot of stuff we came across, which is really beyond the FTC's ability to deal with as civil authority. In other words, the stuff was clearly criminal. And, of course, at one point we also found tons of fraud coming out of Canada, so we started doing some international work. Wow. That's, uh, that's, uh, I'll be honest, I didn't realize how old the Federal Trade Commission was. That was uh, That's interesting, huh? Yeah. No, it's, uh, like I said, it's a pretty sensible agency. Uh and uh, like I said, I think it's you know it's it gets way more money back for real fraud victims, money one one in court, than than its budget is, and it's a pretty small agency. I mean, 
for all together, including administrative antitrust and consumer protection, it's about 1,200 people. Wow. So that leaves, what, 400 people or so really doing consumer protection full-time. And between the Internet and telemarketing fraud and, and national advertising, uh, it's, the FTC's got its plate full. So as, as a consumer out there, a, a senior that, uh, that uh, has some issues with uh, a, uh, a business or uh, some kind of, uh, 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 how do we say it, some kind of offering, um, how, do they, and, uh, how do they get in touch with the Federal Trade Commission? Uh, I mean, or is that the first line? Should they be calling them and dealing with them or... What should we do? And, and then I want to get into what you're doing now with the Better Business Bureau. So, um, but give yeah, us well, the, for the FTC, it's got a toll-free number, 877-FTC-HELP, and uh, it's, got, it's got its own website at ftc.gov. They take complaints. There's not a whole lot they can deal with on an individualized basis. They kind of collect them and try to look for trends and stuff and don't have much ability to help individual people victims. The Better Business Bureau does, and I'm happy to talk about that a little bit, too. Yeah, please do here. And, and in fact, I talked to you, and I said I, I'll, I'll be one of the first ones to admit I have not uh, reached out being the uh, law enforcement coordinator for North Georgia and trying to uh, deal with this problem of elder abuse. I, I, I've talked to you, and hopefully we'll set up some kind of relationship with them just give us an idea of the Better Business Bureau, what they can do and what they have been doing to help fight uh, elder abuse. Okay, so the Better Business Bureau is also about 100 years old. They're purely an American-Canadian now, too, phenomenon. I mean, the idea is this is privately, this is a not-for-profit. Businesses pay to run this. There's nothing like this in Europe or anywhere else in the world. And it was set up with the idea that legitimate businesses wanted to be able to kind of uh, separate themselves out for their dodgy competitors. And so you could find a business you can trust, and they still do that. Um, so most businesses will have a profile of BBB.org. It's got a letter grade. You can check out a business. If you're looking for a plumber or a roofer. It's a great place to go to see how, what their record is and how honest they are. And the Better Business Bureau also resolves complaints. So if you've got a real complaint with a real business, not one of the crooks in Nigeria, but a real business, they will mediate it and then usually can get a resolution for people. So it's a great place to go. It's totally free. And uh, it's, again, been around about 100 years. And I think it's one of our pride. It's really a wonderful organization. So they have hired me to do some studies on some of the common frauds they hear about. So I have written some fairly extensive studies on romance fraud, about seven different studies now. Wow. And the BBB has also been great on uh, talking to the media about those. So they're really able to get in their local markets, really get the word out to people on what to look out for and let them know that there's a problem. And so they do a great service, and they're lucky to have them. Well, that's great. How did, how on your studies, how does one, are they public information? How does the consumers get to get a, a copy of those or where, where do they go to do that well if you just google uh bbb studies uh, they should pop up scam studies i can send you a link joe put okay. up on your website if you want um but uh there's the, the seven we've done romance frauds tech support frauds free trial offers sold online pu puppy fraud pets wow. that are sold that don't exist and uh 
Oh, maybe I'm forgetting one, but they're really trying to. They were. They're really having us do a super in-depth look at data. How much of this stuff there is? What's being done? Who's behind it? How can you deal with it? And uh, and it's been fascinating to do. Well, I think that's great. I, I don't. I I be honest with you. I don't think people think of that with the Better Business Bureau in terms of calling that they have studies done. So I'm I'm looking forward to pulling those studies and and. And and handing them out at the appropriate uh, um, meetings. We we speak to to many seniors and people around the country should should keep this in mind. Your local law enforcement now I understand the Better Business Bureau. If if you, in your area invite them to come out and help educate the seniors about what to look for, what 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 uh, and what they can offer. Um, I was just thinking about that. We've had a lot of problems, and I think, Steve, you're probably aware of the traveling criminals that dra- that go back. I mean, they're called by many names, you know, uh, but they go around and they just prey on, on, on the consumers. For example, the driveway scams, the tree scams, yep. and um, roof scams. Yeah, I mean, they... they and law enforcement, as we know, um, is is aware of them. But there's something when somebody comes in and they knock on the door. Number one, we tell them, don't let anybody in you don't know, because once they're in the house, you're you know they've got advantage over you right now. You have advantage over them. But you can always call or check on the computer when somebody comes in and drops a card and said, I'm with X Y Z Roofing Company or Driveway Company. Right, they can check with a Better Business Bureau and see if there's a record on them, right? Yeah, they sure can. BBB has uh, complaints. They've, they're there online. You can see what other people have had to say about them. They've got reviews, and it's really a good way to check it out. And, and checking it out in advance saves lots of trouble at the other oh, end. Oh, absolutely. Let me ask you, and I know when I've checked it out, because I've used the, 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 the website to check on different companies when they say there is no rating right just go through that how the better, better business rates rates companies uh sure the better business bureau's got an algorithm that rates companies how long they've been in business um, people that are accredited businesses that can use the bbb seal agree to abide by the bbb code of advertising um, and they'll throw people out who don't and then they give people a letter grade depending on what kind of business how long they've been in business what sort of record they have on dealing with complaints. And if there's no record, that often means that they're really dodgy or the BBB just doesn't have any information about them. So that would... Or it could be that they're getting ready to pitch them out. So somebody with no rating would definitely raise suspicions. The Better Business Bureau knows a lot about a lot of these companies. For example, dodgy roofers or plumbers, they regularly communicate that to their local law enforcement and say, hey, maybe you should take a look at this guy because it looks like he's a crook. We've got dozens of complaints or people are out tens of thousands of dollars. Well, that's a great that's a, that's a, a great resource, and we should take advantage of it. Everybody should, especially when you're about to invest a lot of money in, in those, those issues we just talked about, you know, tree cutting, uh, uh, the driveways, roofers, plumbers, things like that. That's a that is a that is a great resource, and people should need, especially in the United States. And you say Canada too. Yeah, they're in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, that that's great. Um, I I think that the um, uh, the the seniors, um, the more resources we can give them, the more the more that that will help. So I think this will be 
this will be good and um and, and please to our listeners please please take advantage of that resource with that we're going to break for this segment and then come back uh and we'll get into a little more specifics and hopefully about the romance scams Sounds good. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation passport transport the first and finest today That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. One more time. If uh, you're not familiar with it, I certainly suggest that you go online and take a look at it. It's called the Tornado Body Dryer, and it does everything that it says it's going to do, and uh, we highly recommend it. I can say that now because I have one in my shower, and it's quite pleasant. You know, I had no idea, but it's quite pleasant getting out of your shower. You turn off the hot water, and then you have warm air circulating around you, and uh, the trick is you need to turn it on uh, a few minutes before you're about to get out of the shower, and then I leave it on after I'm out of the shower, and it takes care of drying the shower. So you don't have any uh, mildew, you don't have any mold growing in your shower, and uh, that takes care of the, they used to call it elbow grease. I know you're familiar with that term, but not everybody is, I'm sure. Right. But uh, we used to call it elbow grease, having to clean the shower and using your arms to do it and so forth. Tornadobodydryer.com. Check it out. And uh, I think you'll, if you get one installed, tell them David sent you. And at the same token, I think you'll appreciate. And you wonder, why didn't I think of this before? So we'll be back with Joe Gavales right after this. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, uh, listeners out there. Joe Gavallis with our guest, Steve Baker, of the uh, Baker uh, Fraud Report. Um, welcome again, Steve. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about, on this segment, we're going to get in a little more details about the infamous romance scams that are really affecting people all over the world. Um, uh, just give us some insight, if you would, Steve. Sure. I think one of the biggest frauds out there today and the ones that really cost people a ton of money are romance frauds. <clears throat> Given this is a day of computer, people want to meet somebody, they're going online. Um, I met my wife on a dating site, for example. Normal thing to do, but the crooks have figured that out, too. So they're on the dating sites, they're on the web, <clears throat> they chat people up, and uh, eventually they have a need for money and they take all people's people's money and just leave them uh, not only broke, but also emotionally devastated. So this is a worldwide fraud. I mean, it is. They've done a study in the U.K. showing at least... 
230,000 victims in the UK, which has got a fifth of the population of the United States. Um, we know it's massive. We get hundreds of thousands of complaints. It's more total losses than almost any other fraud out there. And it's tons of people. And it's our friends, our neighbors, our relatives that are being ripped off every day. One computer researcher told me that he thought that any one time uh, there's like at least 25,000 of these romance scammers online, usually from Lagos, Nigeria. Um, but they're all over the world, and they're hitting people all over the world. Uh, I was shocked to uh, to see on the report about how big the problem was in Canada. Uh, Canada was, oh, yeah. No, it's, it's a problem everywhere. It is a problem. The Australians are sitting at the U.K. does. The French and the Brits have problems, big problems with it, too. Um, so it is, and it's something people have this mental image that this would only happen to somebody who is, like, really kind of, say, desperate and older, and that's not necessarily the case. I mean, these guys can get everybody. Um, they actually did a study uh, looking at who falls for these things. Is it rich? Is it poor? Is it young? Is it old? Is it straight? Is it gay, male, or female? And the only common denominator they found is that this is people that believe in true love, have really high and romantic beliefs, and they're looking for true love, and they think they found it. And these these crooks, well, they put together fake profiles for women. The profiles they create are usually often somebody that's, uh, very often somebody's in the U.S. military. They steal pictures of people in the armed services. They even took the picture of the Army Chief of Staff and were using that, I know, at one time. Yeah. And Or somebody's on an oil rig or an international businessman, somebody who's financially solvent, supposedly, and very Christian is typically, and they also claim to be widowed, not divorced, but widowed, and have a minor child. And I think they figure that speaks to the maternal and, and women in particular. So they've got these very carefully crafted profiles, and then these very professional. I've seen sets of six months' worth of email, what to send every day to your victims. And victims find that they're getting... Every morning they wake up with the text messages and how much this person supposedly loves them. And after they hook them in with this, then they groom them and communicate for months, maybe even a couple years, every day. Sometimes they're on the telephone, too, and uh, people get totally involved in these relationships. They fall in love. They really do. And then at some point there's an emergency, sick child, car wreck, business emergency, and God, you know, and people think they're going to get married, and they, they send the money. Uh, and uh, usually through Western Union or MoneyGram. And uh, so it's really, really a horrible crime. Um, and, and then the, uh, and then it's like people are, don't only just lose their money, they're also emotionally devastated. The Australians tell me they believe they've got more suicides over romance frauds than they do murders in Australia. Wow. Wow. I'm I, I, a, a issue that I've seen. Is, is is and again you're hitting the, you're hitting the, the you're you're hitting it right on point here, Steve. Um, and um, is that when this romance gets to be exchanging of rather explicit pictures, it quickly goes from a romance scam that if you start to back out to extortion. Uh, oh, very much so. I sat in on a trial of one uh, Nigerian guy and uh, who they'd managed to get back into the United States. And he had uh, one of his victims who he knew had brain problems. She'd been shot in a botched robbery a couple years before. And so he's like, hey, let's get on Skype. So she took off all her clothes. He uh, 
claimed his his end wasn't working, but he recorded the whole thing. And then when she didn't have any more money to send, he said, send some more money or I'm going to share this on Facebook with all your friends and neighbors. And she didn't have any more money to send, and he did post this stuff online. Oh, oh, wow. So so that people could see it. Really a terrible piece of work on this. But they will surely do that, and the blackmail people... Um, with that sort of stuff, and they also use them to help them out with other frauds as well. Well, right. What what I've seen is that they've uh, kind of uh, they'll hand them to another person if if all of a sudden their their tactics by this person didn't work, they'll hand them to another person who will try calling. And their organization is very broad, um, or, or their activity. They claim they have a lawyer. Speak to my lawyer. Speak to my investment manager. Speak to who you know, whoever. I need trips. I need to pay for hotels. Whatever reason, they're they're just trying to suck money out of the victim. And the victims can be male or female, right? Oh, exactly. And probably as many males. But the guys just don't complain about it as much. They don't file the complaints. But we know they're out there, and studies studies have certainly found them. The other thing they do, Nigerian organized crime guys are, of course, also involved in drugs and drug smuggling. And they, they often turn these uh, romance fraud victims into drug mules for them. There's probably, oh, probably well over 100 Americans we know that are in prison around the world for carrying drugs uh, who are, and the people are really romance fraud victims. One Australian woman is actually was arrested in Malaysia um, and the package they'd given her had like a kilo and a half of methamphetamines in it. She's facing the death penalty. Wow. Wow. They, they, they just, just prey on, uh, on people. Because once they get, once they get, that's why it's important to get professionals involved early on. That, you know, once the money is gone, and, but the money, to, you're, you're no more of it, the victims are no more of any interest to them other than, a source for cash than anything else. They could care less. Do you agree? No, they sleep just fine at night, unfortunately. And there are, like I said, tens of thousands of people out there doing this all the time. And the victims are, are people we know. I mean, like I said, this is, everybody thinks, well, I'd never fall for that. Well, these guys are really good. They're professionals. People forget that con man is short for confidence man, and that's what they're great at, is gaining your confidence. And uh, people are really looking for love, and uh, and these folks will exploit it to the max, and they don't care what happens to them after that. Right. I we had a case here in in Georgia, which I thought uh, would 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 is of interest is a a woman who was um, uh, elderly. I think in, I think she was eighty four, and her her daughter got a power of attorney. And a daughter came in, and all of a sudden, uh, people started, a, 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 you know, financial institutions. We have great reporting in Georgia. Uh, mandated reporters and financial institutions have to report that all of a sudden there was a large amount of money leaving this woman's account. Well, it turns out that the daughter who had the power of attorney was uh, taking the money, drained her mother's account. And then there was a large deposit of, I think it was $54,000 in the account. And that turned out to be that the daughter, since she had the power of attorney, went and negotiated a reverse mortgage on her mother's house. So now they don't basically own the house. Um, 
And then when they arrested the daughter, you know what her excuse was? That What's she that? had to get money because she had this uh, person uh, that she had to get uh, back, uh, uh, was in trouble, his family was in trouble, he was working on a rig or something in the in the Indian Ocean or somewhere, oil rig, and she, yep. was, she was in love. So, yep. in, in essence, she stole from her mother to pay off a con. It's sad. It's, I mean... And, you know, not a lot of money, but affected a lot of people's lives, her mother and, you know, her. I mean, it's a it's a sad situation. As you say, this is in rural Georgia, so it could happen to anybody, any place, you know. Yeah, and people without any money to begin with that don't have much money, they use them to help them out with other frauds and to act as money mules. Um, and so this is not, like I said, this is like everybody, there's people we know. So you're right, we need some these people need some help. We really desperately need some support groups for these sorts of people because they can fall for this again, as you'd imagine, and the crooks sometimes come back, as you noted, under other disguises. So really educating the public about this and getting some support groups set up to help some of these people would be a really good thing we do because, like I said, these are these are, these are people we know. Right, and, and I think you and I spoke earlier that there are such support groups. They're, they're not a lot, but they're starting to, to gear up. Can you go into that? Is that are these nonprofits? How, how, how are the ones out there working now? Well, there's only two that I'm aware of, and wow. both of them in the uh, Los Angeles area, and they're both kind of set up by a uh, uh, victim assistance person for the FBI uh, in, in, in L.A., um, so I don't know. We really need a funding source. We really need some more of this sort of work to be done. And uh, I don't know, maybe Cobb County could set something up. I don't think it's terribly resource intensive. Maybe some senior uh, group that's got a little fund or a trained counselor could set it up and people could send people their, their direction. Um, both the FBI and Postal Inspection Service do have some counselors for serious hard cases. Your law enforcement listeners might be able to send people to if they reach out to the Bureau or the Postal Inspection Service, and that could be a service too, but a lot of these people really do need some help. Like I said, there's a lot of suicides over this. Well, what, what, I, what I have seen, and, and coming from the law enforcement community, and now helping to coordinate both training and interaction with the, with the, with the public, there is no jealousy among agencies. They will work together, and they'll they'll combine to try to help whatever type of, of elder abuse it is, but especially on these financial-type uh, scams and especially these international ones. It, uh, no one agency can do it alone, and, and, and they work together. So this, the, the listeners out there, if you have an issue... Bring it to your local authorities, bring it to the state or your federal authorities, and let them, let the professionals go in and try, let them try to, to, uh, uh, to investigate it and work, uh, work their magic, whatever it is, with the international community, with other law enforcement and, and regulatory agencies uh, to, let's, to combat this. That when you see the horror it brings to somebody who's been scammed, um, it's it's unbelievable. They, they it, it's they're embarrassed, aren't they, Steve? I mean, that's the main. Oh, they're issue. incredibly embarrassed, and the crooks have taken pains to try to isolate these people from their friends and family and other support networks that try try to warn them. So they're really kind of out there and lonely. Sometimes they borrow money from family members, so they are often reluctant to come forward. And 
You're exactly right. Educating the police and getting everybody to work together in law enforcement community is the only way we're ever going to make any headway against these sorts of things. Uh, could you what, could you just uh, put out uh, uh, to the to the listeners how they get your fraud report? Because uh, I want to make sure that people hear you know how to how to receive it. Sure. One of the things I do on a weekly basis is put out an email newsletter, totally free. goes out around the world called the Baker Fraud Report. You can go to bakerfraudreport.com and sign up. And uh, I try to keep track of what's going on with romance fraud, cyber frauds, telemarketing frauds, data breaches, um, a lot of the stuff that we all see every day uh, in terms of what's going on with frauds. And, see, and try to include some of the new research that's, that's been done out there, too. So, again, go to bakerfraudreport.com, Baker uh, sign up for the newsletter, weekly, free, around the world. Uh, unsubscribe if you want, but, uh, again, it tries to keep track of what's going on. And I'm not aware of anything else that tries to do this. So it's kind of a resource shows how much fraud there is, what's going on, who's doing what, and uh, hopefully helps educate people on a regular well, basis on what's it, new out there. It certainly does to us, and we certainly referred it to law enforcement. They're looking at it. With that, we're going to have to move. Uh, we'll, we'll have to end this segment, but we'll be back with, uh, with Steve Baker and the Baker Fraud Report in our next segment. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, around town movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's around town movers. Call them. And once again, if you haven't checked it out uh, during the show, please uh, take the time to check out Tornado Body Dryer. If you have problems uh, with stability, you have problems using a towel, uh, but you still like that morning shower like I do, look at Tornado Body Dryer. It is your answer to a very warming experience of uh, after the shower. Let nature do its thing with very warm, dry air that circulates around you, and I think you'll fall in love with it. We'll be back right after this ID. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Well, welcome back, listeners, to our last segment of the uh, Safe Senior Hour. And again, uh, remember that abuse doesn't report itself. So if you know of any anyone, a loved one, a relative, a neighbor that's experienced anything that just seems unusual in terms of any kind of a, a abusive situation, again, remember, we categorize them as physical, financial, and institutional. Um I want to throw one thing in here, Joe, right quick, is that uh, this has been such an important show, in my opinion, that uh, I've asked Brett to go ahead and get it posted as soon as possible. It will be replayed several times today before the end of the day or before uh, the end of of all of today. And then uh, you'll be able to download it from America's Web Radio program. Go to America's Web Radio programs. Go to Monday, 10 o'clock. There you have it. It's uh, Safe Senior Hour, and you can download this show. I want to thank um, uh, the other, uh, Steve, for being on with us today. And, uh, Steve, you're welcome to take that download and do put it on your website, do anything that makes you comfortable. And uh, we appreciate you coming on Joe's show, the Safe Senior, uh, Safe Senior Hour. And uh, this is so important. That we're gonna, we're gonna, we're going to uh, play the, play the, play it to death. As a matter of fact, we want people to know what to do and how to do it. And your idea and, and the and the uh, BBB, I think, is. Uh, in fact, I hadn't thought about the BBB for it, and they will jump right in the middle of them. That we also have other agencies, and if we need to go the law route, we'll go the law route. So, anyway. It's America's Web Radio programs, Monday, 10 o'clock, and you got Safe Senior Hour that you can download. And please tell your parents, tell your friends that are 65 and over to listen to the show. Thanks again, Steve, for being on my radio station. It's a pleasure. Uh, uh, Steve, so we're going to go back and uh, and just touch on some other frauds that you've, you've in your studies and your uh, history and, and what you're doing now that apply that so maybe the seniors aren't aware of. Um, I know the DOJ just came out with a big one on the uh, tech scam. So um, I don't know if you want to touch on that. Or I, any I of could. Them. What I was really kind of thinking about was sweepstakes and lottery frauds because those are Perfect. clearly targeting seniors. Perfect. Go ahead. Go ahead with that. That's... Uh, that's uh, if you could just uh, summarize that because seniors got to be aware of it. Okay. Um, so one of the big problems, biggest problems facing seniors out there are crooks that are running frauds, telling them that they've won a lottery or sweepstakes, and this is absolutely massive. It's t- hundreds of millions of dollars at least, probably billions. So. Um, People always think, well, gee, some people win the lottery. Why not me? And so the crooks take advantage of that, and, of course, they never actually deliver any winnings. But it is absolutely, absolutely massive. A lot of this is coming out of Jamaica. There's two kinds I'll talk about real quick. One, first is uh, telephone calls, and second is mail, and they operate a little bit differently. Uh, the telemarketing calls, somebody calls, say, hi, this is Fred. I'm a vice president at Publishers Clearinghouse. We're running the computer today, and your name came up, and you have won 
$4 million. And they get talk to people what they would do about the money, how great it is. People think about the nice things they could do for their grandkids or their families. Um, a lot of these callers also often also say they're going to have a free Mercedes delivered to their house that <laughs> afternoon. Um, and people get very, very jazzed, as you can imagine. And then they say, but of course, as you know, Uncle Sam needs some money, too, so you got to send $2,000 to cover the taxes, and then we'll be at your house tomorrow with a camera crew. Um, so people get very, very jazzed. They're sure they've won. They send their money, usually Western Union or MoneyGram, and uh, there is no price. It's totally made up. It's just a fraud. Um, and we know that this is mainly coming out of Jamaica, um, and they are really hammering American seniors. The, some frauds get more seniors simply because those are the ones who've got money. We know from the people that sell them lists that this Jamaican fraud is particularly concentrated on people that are that are elderly. That's who they want to go after. And it is so bad that there's so much money flowing into Jamaica for this that they, uh, they've got rival gangs that are killing each other over the money that they're making from ripping off American seniors. Uh, Jamaica has about the same population as the city of Chicago, and last year they had four times the murder rate in Chicago. And the police down there say it's all rival telemarketing gang members, lottery fraud people that are killing each other over to get the money in order to be able to do something about it. So it is scary. They are they're not only calling people, they call them back. If you send some money, they want more. And they are threatening people and tell them if they refuse to send money that they're going to kill their grandkids. Um, sometimes they research these people. They can look up their houses on Google Earth and say, hey, you got the White House on the corner with the green shutters. I'm standing right across the street. And just scare people to death. And it's a very effective fraud. Well, I, and, and it affects people um, at, at all areas, all all. Uh, economic, uh, social uh, 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 groups. Um, yeah. I was in um, in a very rural county, and um, uh, last week speaking to over fifty seniors and got information of one that um, luckily she had saved a lot of money. It didn't make her destitute, but it's over two hundred thousand in the publisher's clearinghouse that she spent, and they they try to convince her, and finally, you know. Just what you said when the Mercedes didn't show up, and they didn't show up with the big check and the balloons, she's kind of realizing it. And uh, and the sad thing about this was they hit her like five years or four years before, and she stopped. And they came back and went back to the to the well again, and and was successful. It, it's 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 why people need somebody to talk to, and 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 try to convince them that you know. Please don't, please, please don't spend your money. Steve, just, just what you've said is exactly why we're doing the show. And personally, now Joe doesn't go for this, but I do. I'm ready to go back to public hangings. And, uh, <laughs> you know, these people, anybody that would do that to an elderly person, I think they should be hung in public and televised. And we'll certainly put them on the radio station and... Their last grunt. Um, as, as we always say, we believe in due process. Um, and uh, uh, But I think that situation, what you're saying, you're going to go into the male situation. And, you know, this is like uh, Billy Sullivan was on the other day, and uh, he pointed out this is not really white-collar theft. This is 
blue collar and many people that lose their life savings, it's just like having a gun put to their head and they're shot. And uh, these people that will do something like that, just like I said, they should be hung for murder as far as I'm well, concerned. They, they've started to extradite these folks out of, out of Jamaica, and I've sat in on some of the trials. Wow. And I tell you, juries get this stuff right off. Juries have no problem convicting these sorts of people right away. You can imagine when you bring them in, that's what they're doing. Juries are like, they have no problem. Judges don't have a problem with it. It's just a matter of getting the extradition pipeline open and finding prosecutors who are willing to do these cases. All right. We're, we're very fortunate here in Georgia. We, we have some great laws here. And, 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 and uh, again, I, I really hope we get you back on and we can discuss some of these. I think you'll be enlightened on the laws here. We have some very good prosecutors because they they turn financial exploitation as a RICO predicate act here and the prosecutors are using it left and right, which is really good. I mean, uh, we're, we're, well, we're cleaning people And if people I remember out. right, one of these Jama- Jamaicans usually never come to the United States, understandably. They don't want to be arrested. But they did have one came to the U.S. a few years ago, and I believe it was in Georgia, and a woman pretended to be an FBI agent and showed up at some old lady's house to tell her she really had won the lottery and she needed to pay the taxes so they could get her the money. Um, and they did or managed to arrest and prosecute that woman. So, I mean, like I say, in person is very, very, very unusual. They did catch that woman, and she's now, I think, in prison. Well, I think they've got Judge Webster's uh, uh, person who tried to victimize him. That was I, I was watching that press conference. where, But it was three or four years later afterwards, the person finally entered in through Miami, and they snatched him, you know, and they came through the uh, uh, through customs. So, uh, yeah, people are well aware of uh, uh, of overseas that, you know, the how far the government can reach. But, again, I tell everybody that's why you have a statute of limitations so long, because the government can wait, and they're going to make a mistake sometime, and, and they do. Re- real quick, because we, we've got to go uh, – just you're talking about the mail that some of these yeah, things are. Yeah, there's also mail. a tremendous number of people, especially seniors, who get mailings that says you've won some sort of lottery or prize, and you need to call a number to claim your winnings. And often it's just like twenty bucks or something like that, but it all adds up. And so there's people are doing international mass mail stuff. Um, it's hundreds of millions of dollars, and there are people that are sending money off to bogus psychics who've told oh. them that they're going to come into financial stuff as bogus charities. But I've had, I have a friend up by Chicago whose dad pissed away $100,000 over a couple of years sending $20, $30 checks every week. Uh, uh, so one tip for seniors on this stuff, obviously nobody wins Steve, these things. Uh, Steve, I'm going to have yeah. to interrupt you. We're up. Uh, we've run out of time. I, I do hope that Joe can uh, get you back on in the very near future. But I do, I do want to thank you, and um, we'll get back and go into more details next time. Have you back. Steve, thank you very much. And remember, it's the uh, Baker Fraud Report. Uh, with yeah, the- go to BakerFraudReport.com and sign up for the newsletter. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.